0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We're talking Pirates baseball once again with Adam Berry, our Pirates reporter. And uh, Adam, hard to believe, but uh, we are about a week or so away from the opening of Spring Training 2017. It seems like the World Series ended, I don't know, last week. But uh, another offseason has flown right by, and the 2017 season is right around the corner. So, uh... Adam, for this feature today, we're going to kind of dive right in and look at uh, the roster and the players on this roster and guys that have certain roles or potential roles within this team as the team breaks for a spring training, like I said, about a week or so from today. So we're going to run down about six or seven topics, Adam, and beginning with this one, when you look at the the current uh, 25-man roster or expand it even to the 40-man roster, who do you feel right now on this Pirates team is the biggest difference maker?
1: Yeah, I think actually probably, you know, if they're comparing this team to where they were a year ago, I think Jamison Tyone might actually be the, the biggest difference maker in terms of taking over that number two spot. I mean, he's essentially replacing Francisco Liriano there. I think that is a, a pretty big upgrade potentially for the Pirates. But overall, I think it's kind of along those lines. They just have a little bit of higher upside in the rotation in general. You know, you're looking at – Garrett Cole, Jameson Tyone, Yvonne Nova, Chad Cool most likely, and then, you know, a young guy to kind of round out the group. And compared to where they were last year with Cole, Liriano, Jonathan Nice, Jeff Locke, and Juan Nicasio, there's just a little bit more to be hopeful about uh, heading into this this season with the rotation. Granted, there's also, you know, a lot of things that would have to go right for them, but I think that's the case with a lot of small market teams, but just generally speaking, they have a a better top three once you add Tyone and Nova in there, and there's just more upside really throughout the rotation and also more depth when you look at guys like Stephen Brault, Trevor Williams, uh, Nick Kingham later this summer as guys who might not even make the opening day rotation. So uh, a little bit of a, a better feeling around the rotation heading into this spring, I think.
0: And, Adam, one name you threw in there was uh, Juan Nicasio. And uh, for my money, going back to a year ago, he was the biggest surprise, a guy that uh, cracked the starting rotation. It didn't last, of course, but uh, he had such a phenomenal spring. The Pirates really didn't have a choice, and he was uh, part of the rotation come opening day 2016. So fast-forwarding to opening day 2017, when you look at, again, the 25-man roster, who is one guy that could be this year's Juan Nicasio, a guy that could really surprise and find their way onto that roster?
1: Yeah, that, that one's a lot harder to predict because I don't think any of us would have had Juan Nicasio as the big surprise guy, especially making the rotation heading into last spring. I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction and say that it's Tyler Glasnow, who is not somebody you would think is being a surprise as highly ranked as he is in the prospect. Uh, polls, I think he's number nine overall for mlbpipeline.com, But uh, there's a little bit of a post-hype thing for him going on in Pittsburgh right now. I think people were, you know, generally discouraged by the debut. Uh, you know, they expected more right off the bat, given all the hype. But this is a guy who a year ago people were clamoring for him to be in the opening day rotation. Uh, you know, they wanted him basically every time a starter went down or somebody had a bad start, they they called for Glasnow. Uh, and then he wasn't quite what they expected when he got called up, but. You know, he has said that last year was a personal disappointment for him, even with the the crazy AAA numbers. Um, You know, he just never felt quite right, especially uh, once he got called up to the big leagues. He's identified some things mechanically. I think the Pirates are really going to hammer home uh, that change up with him this spring, probably try to get him to work in a two-seamer a little bit more. Um, And I think that could uh, really open up his game a little bit. So I think you could start to see uh, maybe Glasnow's potential, even if he doesn't make the opening day roster, uh, he could be a guy that, that kind of catches some people's attention again this spring training.
0: Yeah, we know the talent is there. The raw stuff is certainly there. He needs to put it all together and have the kind of 2017 season that, like you alluded to, uh, people are expecting of him. Uh, Adam, topic uh, number three, uh, when you look at every team, uh, every team has at least one star player or one you know face of the franchise, and I think it's pretty obvious who that guy still is for this Pirates team. But to expand on that, you know, there are some stars that are entering their prime, others that might be on the other side of their prime, other guys that may be battling back from injuries. So, who would you say is still, you know, the star player for this Pirates team, and what is his status as that star player?
1: Yeah, it's still Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, he, he made it through the off season. He's still a Pittsburgh Pirate. <laughs> you know, we talked to him about, you know, last year and how disappointing it was personally, uh, you know, offensively and defensively. He just never quite seemed like himself. He was a little bit better down the stretch, but. Uh, in general, you know, he has said that he is hungry heading into this year. Uh, you know, he said motivated wasn't even quite the right word to describe the way that he's feeling right now. Um, I think it's just a big year in general for him. I mean, you could be talking about him getting moved out of center field uh, at some point this year. Uh, you know, this may be his last year in Pittsburgh, although, you know, a lot of people thought a couple months ago that he was practically done as a pirate. Uh, so there's there's really just a lot at stake uh, for him personally and as it relates to the team, because if the Pirates aren't contending come, you know, the trade deadline, do they have to more seriously consider moving him, just given his contractual status? So, he's really just going to be the focal point of everything from the first day of spring training until the moment he's no longer in a Pirates uniform, but but he is still undoubtedly the star. He can carry their lineup, you know, he is the, the heart of the clubhouse and everything like that. So, Yet another big year coming up for, for Andrew McCutcheon.
0: Yeah, all eyes on Cutch, and that's something that he's certainly accustomed to, uh, you know, as the MVP just a couple of years ago, face of the franchise, but certainly a make or break season for uh, number 22, Andrew McCutcheon, here in 2017. Uh, topic number five, Adam, as we come down the stretch here, uh, you know, the vision uh, for this Pirates team and for the Pirates uh, front office, you know, you have your teams that are clearly all in. To win a title this season, you're talking about, you know, the, the Cubs and the Indians and the Red Sox and Dodgers of the world. You have your teams that are clearly rebuilding, talking about their, say, the, you know, the Pirates and uh, not, not the Pirates, the Padres, excuse me, their Padres, the other P team and uh, the White Sox, too, obviously. But where do the Pirates fall uh, within that spectrum in terms of a vision for the 2017 season?
1: Yeah, I think the Pirates dream is actually to throw that whole, if you will, the window concept out the window. You know, they don't believe that you have to be all in or rebuilding. Their goal is to be a sustainable winning team, you know, for as long as they can. And because, you know, it's tough to be a rebuilding team in a smaller market, uh, you know, as far as the financial resources where you're competing against bigger markets like the Cubs um, or the Giants or the Dodgers. So their goal is, you know, try to get back to the postseason this year. Play me. Neil Huntington's thing is always play meaningful baseball in September and play off baseball in October as often as possible because if they can contend on a yearly basis and just get in the dance, you know, you have as good of a chance as anyone, basically. So they think that they have a, a pretty well-stocked farm system that should keep providing, uh, you know, major league caliber players, uh, the core of their franchise. They have a pretty, you know, decent group of young players right now as far as Starling Marte, Gregory Polanco, uh, Josh Bell, Jameson Tyone, even Derek Cole, even though we we're starting to consider him the veteran of the rotation. So they think they have a young core and they can keep adding to it, just sort of keep pushing that line forward to the point where they don't ever have to worry about a cycle of contending or rebuilding.
0: Every team has a different idea of what their quote-unquote perfect season would be, so what would that ideal perfect season be for the Pirates this year?
1: I asked Neil Huntington the other day what his perfect season would be for the Pirates in 2017, exempting the idea of them going 162-0. and 0. And he set the bar high by saying it would be winning a World Series. You know, but the most important factor in that is simply getting into the postseason. So, uh, you know, to get there, the Pirates would have to be healthy. You know, the people who struggled last year would have to bounce back, namely Andrew McCutcheon and Garrett Cole. Uh, but health is really the most important factor, and the continued development of their young players toward getting them back into the postseason with a shot at the World Series.
0: Yeah, excellent point there. And uh, topic number six, Adam, when projecting the 25-man roster for this Pirates team in 2017, what is currently the biggest uncertainty amongst that 25?
1: I think the biggest roster competition is going to be the fifth starter job. Um, the, the top candidates you're looking at are Drew Hutchison, Tyler Glasnow, Stephen Brault, Trevor Williams, a couple of guys in there that could surprise, but most likely that's what you're looking at. Glasnow obviously has the highest ceiling of the group. Uh, Brault had kind of an up-and-down debut uh, last season. Trevor Williams, we haven't seen a whole lot of him in the big leagues. And Drew Hutchison, the Pirates' loan return in the oft-debated Francisco Liriano trade, uh, has the most major league experience of the group. And, you know, the Pirates have a lot of success and history with, you know, reviving pitchers' careers. So maybe Hutchison is going to be that guy. I think his experience certainly gives him a a leg up heading into spring training, but I think the Pirates are really going to let that one play out. Unfortunately, it's a long spring training to let it do so.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. A hundred things could change and then change again. And Adam, to wrap things up here, you never hear, you know, happy feel-good stories about, you know, NFL training camp or the first practices for the NHL or the NBA, but it's always different. spring training for major league baseball why is that why does spring training put smiles on everybody's faces and and why is it just different from other sports
1: yeah I think a lot of it just has to do with the time of year and where we spring train in general you know for for those of us up north it's not something I was used to before we're heading from snow and cold and gray skies to the you know that beautiful blue sky and sand and beaches and green grass in Florida it's you know, the the first day of spring training, I've always said, feels like the first day of school, you know, where you come together after the summer, you know, you catch up with old friends, everybody's happy to, to see each other. Everything is pretty low stress, uh, you know, especially when you're farther away from opening day. So it's just really, you know, it's a good time. It's low key. The weather is great. The work days are a little bit more normal compared to your usual baseball schedule. You know, you show up early and you leave early as opposed to showing up late in the afternoon and leaving late at night. So. Spring training is really just a wonderful time for all involved. I think I think that's what makes it so special.
0: Yeah, not a whole lot of bad in that equation when it comes to spring training. That is uh, certainly a true statement there and a good way to wrap this one up. Our thanks to our Pirates reporter, Adam Barry. Adam will do it again soon, I'm sure. In the meantime, it's Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Pittsburgh Pirates.